0: I'm Holiday. I'm Tara Day. I'm Independence Day! Oh, a microphoney
1: And a phony at the mic!
0: Get Whoa! Over there.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And now, on with the opera. Let joy be unconfined. Let there be dancing in the streets, drinking in the saloons, and necking in the parlor. Play, Don. Would you welcome Mr. Warm? Picture
1: it. <laughs> Sicily, 1912.
0: Hello everybody and welcome to Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs 2.0, where we cover all crime. I'm as always your host, the great white snark, Scotty J, sitting in my frozen bunker right now in the middle of the uh blizzard that hit the Midwest. And seated across from me is the lovely and twisted Monica who's in on the other side of the country, not dealing with the snow. Hi! Actually um had to run to the
1: library to print out the, you know, script for today, since the toner was not um, cooperating. And would like to give a nice mention to our the friendly neighborhood librarian, <laughs> Amy, for helping print it out. But yeah, it started snowing while I was there, and then it stopped. And then yeah. it was sunny, and it was raining earlier.
0: It's been everything today here. All right. Well, uh, when I left work yesterday, um, <laughs> It was. I texted you, and it was. It was snowing, and the wind hadn't kicked. the The wind was blowing a little bit, but we had like fifty five mile an hour gusts today. Yeah, I don't know what the gusts were here,
1: but it was definitely it was windy all day. Like even with the the sun, the rain, and the snow, it, the only thing that was constant was the wind.
0: I could look out my bedroom window and see the the snow just being blown up the street. Ugh. So I stayed in. I didn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, it was like, I was dreaming about snow and I was wishing for snow. I'm like, I haven't liked snow since I was in eighth grade when we <laughs> lost our spring break because of all the snow. <laughs> and then the school year got it got extended too. So I'm like, I have been done for done with snow for Earth, like. Basically. Well, I, was what was it?
0: Century. I have been, I, I went into the break room one morning this week. I, I think about it Monday or Tuesday, Monday when they were talking about it. And there was a bunch of old guys sitting around there talking about the snow, and I wanted to go, "Hey, how long have you guys lived in this damn state? Yeah, Maybe. you should know every winter it snows, deal with it, yeah,
1: it's like how long did they you should know, have sure said that I was just noon,
0: but I was keeping an eye on it because, um, you know, I live in the country, so if it's blowing, I don't go anywhere, yeah. I mean, we have a Dollar General on the other side of town, but it just doesn't have the same stuff that I'm looking for. No,
1: it's all like snack stuff. There it seems there's nothing pretty much snack
0: stuff. stuff. I mean, some small household household yeah. stuff. I do know that I went stocked up on my Coke for the winter, so go yeah. for the blizzard. So,
1: yeah. Fortunately, I thought there was going to be more of a run on the. You know, grocery store, but and right. there wasn't really anybody there,
0: and there was plenty of the
1: <coughs> ooh, excuse me, the, you know, the staples. So,
0: right, and I mean here, um, you know, this was the first one. I'm I'm expecting a big one, January, February, somewhere around there. Yay! It, it, it has not failed me yet. That by my birthday or after my birthday, a blizzard hits. Yeah.
1: Sounds it was about right. right. And I still, I'm like, oh, I should have I asked for a space heater for Christmas. So.
0: Well, since you mentioned... Sure, that'll be too late, but... Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Hi, well, Mother. So,
1: space heater, please.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I'll put this, since you did mention it, this is our Christmas show, and I scoured the internet to find a Christmas-related killing. And I I found a few books. I, I'm placing them on order. But this one just kind of stuck with me because of the name and all the jokes that I can just do about his name. Used to play for Queen, right? Well, no. He, he, I know. He, he, I'm making my own joke. I know what you're talking right. about. Right. He, he replaced uh, John Deacon in, in, on the bass player uh-huh. for Queen after uh wow, Gotcha. Death. Cool. <laughs> well, no, actually um if, if you notice like Queen's out there with uh who's it, Adam Lambert right now. Yeah. It's only the drummer in the league it's only um Brian May and uh Roger the the drummer. Mhm. Because John Deacon the bass player won't stopped playing after Freddie Mercury's death. Makes sense too,
1: right? And and
0: he was real. He he was like a he viewed Freddie as a brother, and actually Deacon now is on the business side of Queen management. Yeah, so he's still involved. He's still involved, but he, but he just is. doesn't go out on the road. And the thing is, is like that, that and he's still making p- money
1: off of it. So yeah, he's good. Yeah,
0: but the thing is, like that biopic that came out a couple of years ago. Oh uh, like yeah, he actually had to sign off on it. Well, makes yeah. I mean, because because uh, he, he's he's on the management side, so yeah, uh uh-huh. And what's funny is the guy who played him uh-huh. in the movie is the kid from the very first Jurassic Park movie. Now if you're old. Uh, yeah, I was with uh, Amanda when we saw it. She's like, "Yeah, he's the kid from Jurassic Park." I'm like, like shut up, shut up!" I was like. Where where's my walker now? Oh, God. The people I saw
1: that with, I saw with um, you know, my parents because I was yeah twelve, and then I saw with the family friend and my my dad and my fat and the family friend are yeah no longer here. So good lord, okay. But when she's thirty years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, we're stopped like being depressed and let's we'll talk about something really fun and exciting like Christmas murders.
0: Right. So we are talking about Ronald Gene Simmons. Uh, man i really wish i had more time to edit this because i want to get this out for christmas yeah <laughs> cuz i was going to put some kiss music at different parts throughout the show <laughs> we'll just say we'll just tell people to imagine kiss playing right uh when i when i whenever i mention his name just just picture like if you if you've heard the song doctor love <laughs> just picture the guitar intro to doctor love Ronald Gene Simmons was born on July 15th, 1940, right down the road from me in Chicago to Loretta and William Simmons. On January 31st, 43, dad died of a stroke within a year, and Simmons' mother had remarried, this time to William D. Griffin, a civil engineer for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Those guys did great work. They don't get enough credit.
1: Except for, you know, the levees in New Orleans.
0: Right. Uh, true, but I mean, the Army Corps of Engineers, man, they're, they're great people. They just, they get shit on a lot. In 46, the Corps moved Griffin to Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, ho, ho, ho. you're going from the north to the south. Your sister looked pretty cute. You all dating or something?
1: I got a sister mama
0: here in the house. Y'all want to come over and have something to eat? Got some possum grits cooking. Now, this is the first of several transfers that will take the family across central Arkansas over the next decade. In September 15th of 57, Simmons dropped out of school and joined the U.S. Navy. In the Navy. You can sail this up. You oh. should talk. <laughs> Hey, I joined. Well, he probably did the same reason I did to get out of his small town. Mm-hmm. But I digress. And he was first stationed at Naval Station Bremerton in Washington, where he met. Oh, this is going to be a good one here, folks. Bersab Rebecca Becky Ulibari, who he married in New Mexico on July 9th, 1960. Because if you're going to go marry anyone, don't go to Vegas. Go to New Mexico. They probably got better laws.
1: I would have married them to change my name, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. You're Simmons? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, My name sounds too ethnic for the South. Can I marry you? Because you sound American. Pew, pew. Now, over the next 18 years, the couple had seven children. Well, we know something they were good at. In 63, Simmons left the Navy and approximately two years later, joined the Air Force, which you could do back then. Um, I remember having a a company commander in boot camp who served with the Marine Corps. And then when he got out of the Corps, he signed up for the Navy. I don't, I don't know how that works. Um, back then, this was like, you know, something something you could do. So during his 20-year military career, Simmons was awarded the Bronze Star Medal, the Republic of Vietnam Gallantry Cross for his service as an airman, and the an Air Force Ribbon for excellent mark- marksmanship, and he also won a few awards for his base playing skills. Simmons retired from the Air Force and Military Service on November 30th, 1979, with the rank of Master Sergeant. On April 3rd, 1981, he was being investigated by the Cloudcroft, New Mexico Department of Human Services for allegations that he had fathered a child with his 17 year old daughter, Sheila, who he had been sexually abusing. Oh, you dirty scum. Dirty, dirty scum, man. Now, fearing arrest, he fled New Mexico in the late 81 with his family, first to Ward, Arkansas, in Lonoke County and then to Pope County near Dover, Arkansas, in the summer of 83. The family took up residence on a 13-acre tract of land six and a half miles north of Dover that they would dub Mockingbird Hill. The residence was constructed of two older model mobile homes joined to form one large home, neither of which had the telephone nor indoor plumbing (laughs) There you go and was surrounded by a makeshift privacy fence, which was as high as 10 feet tall in some places. As a result of the home's lack of plumbing, Simmons ordered his family to dig three cesspits, one of which would eventually be where he disposed some of their bodies. Simmons worked a string of low-paying jobs in the nearby town of Russellville,
1: Arkansas. He quit a position as an accounts receivable clerk at Woodline Motor Freight after numerous reports of inappropriate sexual advances and went to work at a Sinclair mini-mart for approximately a year and a half before quitting on December 18, 1987. By the time of the killings, the number of people within the home reduced to seven as two of the older children, Billy and Sheila, moved out, married, and had children of their own.
0: How sure, bad do you have to be to go work? I mean, Okay. This was probably before sexual harassment training at work. Mm-hmm. So, I you know, this guy probably would have got along great with Phil. Right. The two of them together could have been hitting on all the girls at work. Just, Because um, Phil, oh man, I watched this boy. You want to talk about a kamikaze pickup artist. He didn't care. He would say whatever it took to try to land a chick and Get and it never out. worked. Oh, God, no, it didn't. It, and he griped at me once because I was trying to get a Russian bride. Yes, I was trying at one point.
1: Okay. So, where are the puzzle fits?
0: Well, I had my reasons, but. <laughs> we can discuss later. That's going to be like another whole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole episode in and of itself. Yeah. Scott's Bad Luck with Women, Part, yep. 20, part 27. <laughs> Shortly before Christmas
1: 1987, Simmons decided to kill all the members of his family, as
0: you do. That's yeah, that's that's a that's what you go to see Santa Claus for. You know, you come up and he goes, Oh, 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 what would you like for Christmas? I want to murder my family. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to put you on a naughty list. Oh, uh-huh. Santa.
1: Well, you saw my, the meme that I put up on my page for about you know, asking Santa for Christmas.
0: Right. Well, I, yeah. I saw Violent Night a couple weeks ago, so I'm, I'm still kind of gross. Yeah. Hey, that Santa was a Viking.
1: On the morning of December 22nd, he first killed his wife, Rebecca, and eldest son, Gene, by bludgeoning them with a hammer and shooting them with a 22 caliber pistol. He then killed his three-year-old granddaughter, Barbara, by strangulation. Simmons dumped the bodies in one of the cesspits he had forced his children to dig previously. Simmons then waited for his other children to return from school for Christmas break. Upon their arrival, he told them he had presents for them, but wanted to give them one at a time. Yeah, that's never makes no, any
0: no, because, sense. No, it doesn't, because, I mean, if you're going to kill them one by one...
1: Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that's the way he was doing it, I'd like, to get them separate, but... Right, but... Somebody what they- says, here, I want to give you your presents, but... Everybody, one at a time, though. So, yeah, it'd be like, run. (laughs) Right. Okay. He first killed his daughter, 17-year-old Loretta, whom Simmons strangled and held under the water in a rain barrel. The three other children, Eddie, Marianne, and Becky, were then killed in the same way and subsequently dumped in the cesspit. Around midday on December 26th, the remaining members of the family arrived at the home as Simmons had invited them over for the holidays. The first to be killed was Simmons' son, Billy, and his wife, Renata, who were both shot dead. He then strangled and drowned their 20-month-old son, Trey. Oh,
0: man. Not Not the baby.
1: Yeah. Simmons also shot and killed his oldest daughter, Sheila, whom he had sexually abused, and her husband, Dennis McNulty. Simmons then strangled his child by Sheila... Seven year old Sylvia Gale, and finally his 20 month old grandson Michael. This guy better be running.
0: Grandpa Daddy, don't kill me. Grandpa Daddy, don't kill me.
1: Simmons laid the bodies of his whole family in each room in the lounge.
0: Their bodies
1: were covered with coats, except that of Sheila, who was covered by Rebecca Simmons' best tablecloth. The bodies of Trey and Michael were wrapped in plastic sheeting and left in abandoned cars at the end of the lane. After the murder, Simmons drove to a Sears store in Russellville, where he retrieved Christmas gifts that he had previously ordered for his family. That night, he went for a drink at a local bar before returning to the home where he spent the rest of the evening and the following day drinking beer and watching television.
0: With his dead family in the room with him.
1: I was like him and Catherine Knight be like burning in hell together. Or like
0: I mean, what was he watching? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Ugh. Frosty's Happy New Year? Yeah. What, this I can't. Was, this was what, 87, so and I'm going to ask you because you probably know this. Was the Golden Girls on then? Yes. Picture it. <laughs> it their way. second season. Oh, but she even knows what He even knows
1: Can't what season was, they were yeah. in. Eighty seven. He was probably watching Night Court too. Yeah, Night Court was actually what eighty oh eighty five. Actually, yeah, September fourteenth, eighty five. Show if remember Friends fifth birthday, but anyway, eighty five. So it would have been the, actually it would have been the third season, for Golden Girls. On and the morning Night Court, so. Right. Now that we've done the pop
0: culture, so. <laughs> right? What were they watching? Yeah. Yeah. You know, getting ready for Dick Clark to drop the ball. Uh huh. On the morning of December 28th, Simmons drove to a Walmart because why the hell not? In Russellville, where he purchased another firearm to use in the attack he was about to carry out. His first target was a law firm where he had been pre- where he had previously met secretary Kathy Cribbins Kendrick. Now he'd been infatuated with her, but she rejected him. Smart move, woman. After walking into the office, he shot and killed Kendrick. You should have called in sick that day. He next went to an oil company office where he intended to kill the owner, Russell Rusty Taylor. Taylor was also the owner of the Sinclair Mini Mart from which Simmons had recently resigned. He shot and wounded Taylor before killing another person in the building named James David Chaffin. Chaffin was the only deceased victim who was a complete stranger to him. Another employee in the building was shot at, though the bullet missed. Simmons then drove drove onto the Sinclair Mini Mart, shooting and wounding two more people. His final target was the office of the Woodline Motor Freight Company, where he shot his former supervisor twice, wounding her. He then ordered one of the employees at gunpoint to call the police. When they arrived, he handed over his gun and surrendered without any resistance. No, at a moment like that, I want the cops to beat his ass. Do a stabler tune-up, tase him, tie him to the bumper, drag him around the parking lot a little bit. And these are all things I would done to my father, too. So, I mean, you know, it's not like I had time to think about this. Over the course of the 40-minute-long rampage, Simmons had killed two and injured four. After his arrest, he underwent a psychiatric evaluation where he was found fit to stand trial. He first went on trial for the murders of Kendrick and Chafin, and was found guilty on May 12, 1988, being sentenced to death. He made an additional statement under oath supporting his sentence. I, Ronald Jean Simmons, sir, bass player of K- senior, bass player of Kiss, wanted to be known that it is my wish and desire that absolutely no action by anyone be taken to appeal or in any way change the sentence. Despite the fact that I have a world tour coming up, it is further respectfully requested that this sentence be carried out expeditiously.
1: He next went on trial for the murders of his 14 family members and was found guilty on February 10th, 1989, again being sentenced to death by lethal injection. On the day of the verdict, Simmons assaulted prosecutor John Bynum, likely in an attempt to reach for his weapon. He was wrestled to the ground and placed in a holding cell. He refused to appeal his death sentence, stating to those who oppose the death penalty in my particular case. Anything short of death would be cruel and unusual punishment.
0: I would have ran him right there to death row, strapped him in the chair, and flipped the switches.
1: Well, no, I mean, the fact that he doesn't want, you know, it's like... Right.
0: You know, he doesn't die. want anyone yeah. to appeal. He wants the death. So, all right, let's him- go.
1: Ha-ha, sucker. You know? Let's
0: let's go, buddy.
1: Yeah. Well, then, in that case, I'd be, yeah. Give him life, then. You know, Right hell, give him what he wants. Okay, the trial court conducted a hearing concerning Simmons' competence to weigh further proceedings and concluded that his decision was knowing and intelligent. Simmons became the subject of the United States Supreme Court case, Whitmore versus Arkansas, when another death row inmate, Jonas Whitmore, attempted, unsuccessfully, to force an appeal of Simmons' case. While on death row, Simmons had to be separated from other prisoners as his life was threatened constantly. Oh, poor guy. This was because he refused to appeal his death sentence. The other prisoners believed Simmons was damaging their chances of being their own death sentences. On May 31st, Arkansas Governor, later President Bill Clinton, signed Simmons' execution warrant.
0: Hi, how you doing? Yeah. And on June 25th,
1: 1990, he died by the method he had chosen, lethal injection in the Cummins unit. I've done it by, you know, um, paper cuts. (laughs) Yeah, None of his surviving relatives will you let me finish, please. <laughs> <Have one night. laughs> None of his surviving relatives reclaim the body, and he was buried in a Potter's field in Lincoln County, Arkansas. It's really cold down here <laughs> uh
0: she said, comments man, that was pretty good <laughs> i I found a joke in that what what do you think, Hill? you think that was pretty funny?
1: He should get like get yeah, death by paper cuts.
0: Death that by a thousand be... paper cuts. Yeah. Uh huh. With salt poured over them.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, no. That barrier cat scratch. Ooh. That's even more because that's like, then that ooh. really gets itchy. So, yeah.
0: What do you think, Hill? You think that one's <laughs> good too? Uh, uh, bring that big mouth child up that you said I'm the daddy of. What, what'd you name her? Cheshire? Bring her <laughs> in here. God damn that, kid, that! Every time that kid smiles, I think she's gonna fade away. It's like Bill in Wonderland here. Mm. I'm having That's too much fun good with this one. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> so basically, and, yeah, him. Like we seem to get the biggest. Like, what is it with holidays and like killers are just like the. You know, biggest-
0: there's there, there's like a Sunday afternoon when I'm not, you know, I'm off work, I'm not doing anything, and. I jump on the internet here, and I and I just type in like serial killers, and, and I've got a I got a list somewhere that I got to pull out because there's a lot of people that we originally wanted to cover. I, I printed off the list from Wiki so I could look them up. Uh-huh. That we never covered that you and I can cover it now. Yay! But I I don't know what it is. I just find these weird cases out there. But yeah, they're all like the holidays, though. It's like crazy. I mean, like the holidays bring out the worst in people, anyway.
1: Has, yeah,
0: and then just I guess, and then you're psychotic
1: anyway, so it's really right.
0: Boring. I mean, think about it. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm. I'm going to speak for both of our experiences. We've both been married. We're both divorced. Mm-hmm. We both had to go to our in-laws for the holidays. <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh-huh. for the, For those of you that didn't catch that because this is audio she put a gun up to her head and then and i'm sure our listeners can feel that way too you got to go deal with your in-laws you're not in the best mood to go deal with your in-laws because you'd rather stay and deal with your family because for some reason your in-laws make your family look sane well i oh Please.
1: but you know the christmas is when like Things really, like, went <laughs> with mine, but yeah, you know, with my um jerk of an ex. So,
0: well, what got me is my ex-wife and I would go to her family. Yeah, there was this one time we we had to meet at a church in Moments. and we go into the church, and one half of her family is sitting on one side of the room. Uh huh and her mom her dad and her brothers are sitting at a table all by themselves like nobody wanted to deal with them yeah and, and lucky you had to go over to and i had to go sit with them mm-hmm. and my ex father in law i mean he's dead now but back then lucky he, well <laughs> <gasps> oh my god I'm like <laughs> right <laughs> well he he died of cancer uh huh Um, he he was in the hospital. He had to get a limb amputated and then an infection set in and killed him. Uh But he would sit there and like, now my stepdad would get a big plate of food because I mean, the man worked. And dad was always the last one to get his food. He'd let everyone else eat first and then he'd get (laughs) his plate. Well, my ex-father-in-law would would get a plate of food and, and just pile it all up. And like sit there and like steam shovel it into his mouth. Oh, Bruce. And if he'd go to talk to you, do like. Oh, God, I can. Oh, ew, yeah, I can. I'm not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know. Yeah, but mm. talk to you with his mouth full and the <laughs> great. And, and her mom is like oblivious to all of this. Um, Are
1: you sure we didn't have the same, like, you know, mother in law here? Just, you know.
0: Yeah, and, so. you know, I I remember driving back, Dana was little. So this probably had been like her first or second Christmas. And I was just like, how can your mom sit there and she's like, now you know why the rest of my family doesn't sit with them? I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't you let me go sit with them? Well, it's like Maya's everything,
1: like drink of water. Another drink <laughs> every time.
0: It's like uh, oh my God. Well, it's just
1: We probably should cut this off and continue offline because
0: <laughs> Right, but it, <laughs> I and I get why you know some people around the holidays and flip out. <laughs> flip out. I mean <laughs> I was alive for the great cabbage patch disaster of eighty four.
1: Yeah, you're old and I well, I was, yeah. I was around for that too. But well, I was young. My my sister seven.
0: Dawn, my sister Dawn got one, and I don't know how Mom got one. Uh huh. I'm, sure no <laughs> I'm sure she had my linebacker aunt. You know. Uh huh. <laughs> you know pile through the crowds to get one because Agnes was a big woman. Yeah, well, I was like four, so I was, you, I was still not, like right. No, it. Oh God, it was like the Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah, I remember that.
1: I got the um, I got an original Tickle Me Elmo for James, and um. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I mean, so like in the box, everything like. Yeah.
0: Nice. I don't. There we go.
1: But and I. We had gone to Europe in '98, um, and I got a um, a Tickle Me Elmo that speaks French.
0: Hold on to it.
1: Oh yeah, I still have it, obviously.
0: Oh, and I oh, still and the yeah. one for James too is awesome,
1: but yeah, I was so excited I found like an actual like original Tickle Me Elmo from
0: the '90s. I would love to hear the French one. Elmo, no, let tickle! Ha, 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 ha. Yeah.
1: no. Ooh la la. Yeah, it goes ooh la la. Yeah,
0: basically.
1: All (laughs) right. It's awesome. So,
0: okay. All right, folks. We're going to wrap this up. Um, Right. (laughs) Uh, You know, find us. You know where to find us by now Spotify, Cashbox, Podbean, the Facebook page. And you know, Monica and myself, y'all have a nice holiday. Happy holidays! Oh, and happy Festivus, everybody! Whatever you know, Christmas Festivus. Well, happy Festivus! Um, so for all, for all, for any of our Jewish listeners, happy Hanukkah.
1: Oh yeah, happy Hanukkah too. and but yeah, I don't know if any of my friends listen to it, but you hopefully
0: know, we're all inclusive when it comes to the holidays. We're not. We're you're not going to exclude anybody. Happy Winter Solstice! Happy Winter Solstice! Um, but maybe I should try to find a uh, a really good New Year's Eve serial killer. Oh yeah, uh huh. <laughs> well,
1: that that one's going to so be fueled tra- by yeah, alcohol and rage. Yeah, New Year's Eve tradition. There we go.
0: So happy holidays, everyone! Have a good one, and we will catch you next week. So for killers, cults, and nut Chibs, I'm Scotty J. Say good night, Monica. Good night, Monica.